0: Guess what? Come on. Come on. I fucking love this. How the devil are you? Come on, let's go. Oh, come on. Watching, waiting. <laughs> this is such a good tune. You, you can't take the 80s. The 80s is a fucking legendary. Oh, here she comes. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm premature. Standard. <laughs> oh, we're all like that a little bit, aren't we? Hold on, let me set this up, baby. Let's go. Why, was, why is everyone baby today? I don't know. Douche, douche. How the devil are you on this fan Sunday for me? Uh, whenever you're listening to it, it's a Sunday for me, so I'm reflecting. Um, how the devil are you? Hey, Ben, how's your week so far? What have you been up to? Hopefully taking positive steps. Hopefully leading yourself into the positivity of your future and giving yourself that oomph that kick up the jacksie that you need hopefully you've been doing that i really do hope you have because that's what we're here for we're here to promote positivity we are here to just let it all hang out loose you know like a set of big old dangly balls on a summer day dragging me the fuck along (laughs) literally that was a little bit of bad boys in there anyway yes how you been i've been good i don't know whether that's too is it yeah no I'm gonna roll with it I'm gonna roll with it I'm setting it up yes I've I've had a doozy I've had an absolute fucking doozy of a day um but before I break into the day yeah I just want to check in make sure you're okay make sure that you've been taking those positive steps have you been working towards your goals accurately have you been working towards them that's the importance that's the bit um and it was kind of like a little bit like uh, I don't know you know you just got to kind of I'm trying to I'm trying to envision this. I'm trying to sort of create something that today that try and give you make sure you're on that path. Make sure you're on that path. That's the important thing. Um, and, and it was interesting to sort of talk about goals, talk about paths. And and, um, I, and I allude to a, a little bit about um, some <clears throat> someone that um, mentioned to me. Um, I don't know whether I, I spoke about this a little bit, but. I just want to sort of remind yourself, and I was, I was asked. So I'm, I do this podcast, and I love this podcast. I think it's absolutely fantastic. You know, it's, it's been, it's been invaluable to me. It's been an abundance of credit and endorphins. It's provided me um, internally. Not so much about, like I said, I do struggle with the, 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 um, the, the, you know, the. What's the easiest way to say this? You know, when I you don't get the, <clears throat> I don't suppose without sounding a bit sort of. Yeah, i don't know i'm not trying to sound flaky here um, but you, when you don't get the um, the likes and comments and shares I can kind of see how um you can get disheartened with that process and and to be honest with you I haven't really felt much of that I do every now and then I do because I you know I, you do put a lot of yourself out there you know you i'm I'm giving you um you know sort of kind of home truths really trying to break it down to the nitty gritty so when you hang yourself out there to dry um you you do expect a little bit of um, a little bit of feedback because it it helps boost you boost you and and, and I'll tell you something I'm gonna read in um, in a minute. Well I'm not gonna read but I'm gonna let you into a, a something that was shared between me and my friend. And then the importance of of bolstering that process because you know it a lot of the time and, and the easiest way to explain this is a lot of the time that, that men don't get, don't sort of talk openly and honestly about mental health. It comes down to that exact fact. And we talk about this um, all the time. I certainly do. And men, they all say there's a stigma behind men's mental health. And they all say that there's a, you know, men, men need to talk more, men need to do this. And, it, and it's really interesting. We all acknowledge that. And um, and we all say that. And there's people that will sit there and you know I know that um, there was a little spout of a little while you know a little spout of people getting promoted um, on you know through through their systems through their through their organisations on the basis of you know mental health and a lot of people do that. They, a lot of people actually you know they put on their mental health um, supporter or whatever in their fucking signature. And then you sit there and you're like, yeah, but are you doing anything for it? And and that's the important bit. It, it's it's okay to talk. And I think we we've we've really nailed down that that is the importance that's where this has all come from the in the importance of being open being honest and you know sort of kind of hanging it out there but we always forget the extra little bit and it's it's okay to say oh you know i'm you're doing that you're doing that but when you receive feedback and if it's positive feedback or ultimately that's what we're looking for it's like anything in life really you know, when you get that positive feedback, it reinforces that you what you're doing. And a lot of the reasoning behind men's mental health is we don't talk because we feel we don't get listened to. So, you know, this is a prime example, you know, and sometimes I like I said, sometimes I do get a little bit and this isn't about, you know, selling the show or selling me or anything. like that. I'm just saying that it works hand in hand. And I can see that whereas, you know, I've been doing this for over two years. And I absolutely love it. It's helped me and this is where I sort of don't really feel too much of the need for um for that gratification um <clears throat> because for me i do it I, I do this for me i do this for me in the hope that it would help me and it has and and i'm going to talk about some of the parameters of how it's helped me and how i how i utilize the stuff that this the stuff i've learned over two years i don't just tuck it away in an archive box i utilize it in my everyday life i have to i also acknowledge and there's been a uh, literally today there's been you know two um really um standout occasions um that are really, really positive for me, but positive because that's why I like to promote and positive, I suppose, just for generality. So I'm going I'm to break into those in a bit. But it, it, the importance of that. And, and, and sometimes we get caught up in, you know, the whole like, share, comment thing and we get into like, you know, we get into a routine and we actually get sometimes to the point where we're sick of doing it. But I think if you pick and choose how you want to share that feedback and you want to give that feedback and it's something you're interested in and you can give that feedback to something you're interested in, then that's the that's the brilliance, because not only are you interested in what that content person or is doing, but. Um, but you're getting something out of it and, and they're getting something back from you to know that they're helping you or they're helping the situation. And that, that's just I suppose that's just a little roundup really of the importance of sometimes giving praise and giving. And we, and we, we need to sort of adopt that across our lives. You know sometimes there's people that are you know they're, they're sort of modicoddled and you you know you kind of go oh you yeah you need praise and then there's people that sit there and never have the praise and they want the praise and then they they love the attention we've all seen those ones on social media that sit there and go you know check in at the fucking hospital and then you go oh what's up babe oh god babe oh you okay babe like fucking 40 people you know and like putting the care fucking emoji or whatever and then and then you go well you know, why have you checked in and You've clearly got the attention, and then nobody ever knows why the fuck she checked into hospital or he, whatever you know, checked into hospital. And that, that, that to me is like a completely different attention seeker. There's nothing in that. There's no value in that. And that's the ones that you see. But whereas there's a lot of things that that add value, and if you can add value to that person's life through your positive nature, your feedback, um, and I'll and I'll dive straight into immediately to talking about that feedback and how it worked and how it's helped me um and i received and it's it's from someone i've spoken a lot about um and, but you know we kind of again i think we get into the flow of life but um the guy the guy a very good friend of mine and and we've literally been you know talking every day for almost 2 years um and basically um it's really really important um in terms of growing that but he took his time out to send me Nelly, who is who it is. So I'm going to give him a shout out because he's another part of the of this process for me. He's another extension to watching him grow. I feel brilliant. I feel part of his journey, which is really really important. That's the value in friendship for me. Is if you're invested in their journey and they're invested in your journey, and they give feedback and they give stuff like that, and they and they nurture you and you nurture them that's a proper friendship that's what friendship's about so that's the valuable that's the bit that i've nurtured and we've nurtured as a group and i got feedback five minute long message basically saying well first off, he started saying, oh, you're fucking swearing a lot more James, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of a bit more relaxed, you know I'm not trying to just trying to impress people. I just want to be me and and I feel I feel a little bit more about me. I feel I am this fucking bubbling ball of fucking skitter energy, skittles energy, uh, tigger they used to call me all the time. and that was my nickname actually when I got to uh, Coningsby and I was working on typhoons. And uh, they used to call me Tigger because I used to fucking bounce around like a loony. And you and and it's all when you look back at all these little tiny little bits that pick up in your head, you realise that you know that's just ADHD. You know that was where it was. But I I unpick all that sort of stuff. But anyway, Nell Star, I don't want to take away. So he left a five-minute message for me saying basically, you know, and it was all positive stuff. I'm not going to go into because I don't want to make it seem like I'm trying to boost my own ego. Um, But really positive message just about this podcast really and you know and for me that's what I needed and it sounds really silly but I did because you know ultimately I'm talking to a mic about me my personal life my 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 good times my bad times my really bad times you know I'm talking about all of this then it's really nice to get that back because it feels like there's the warmth surrounding why you talk to this mic why you're trying to remove that stigma of men not talking like I said to you you know we're even when there's we're talking we need that feedback because men don't get listened to and even when they do talk did you really listen i know for a fucking fact that there was a situation that i'm i've spoken about before on this podcast very good friend of mine who who two days after two days before he committed suicide in his young 30s two days before he committed suicide he was in the pub having a drink and and all what he kept saying was, I just want a girlfriend. I don't want to be alone this Christmas. He kept saying all this sort of stuff. And he was with all of his men friends, and we were all, you know, getting drunk and everything else, and we were all having a good time. And, um, you know, he, he was saying the words. Now, if you'd have stopped and said that in a conversation, and this is to put it in context between how men sometimes, you know, we don't pick the right, we don't know when the right time to say something is. But we sat there. Normally, you would sit in as a girl, and you'd be like, uh, "This is—I uh, know it's kind to gender thing here, but uh, just fucking rolling with it, okay?" So, um, th- you know, women do have this tendency to talk a little bit more and sit down and go, "Do you know what? Um, yeah, this is really—you know—this is really important. Or that person treat me like shit. Or this one—they're just really open about everything, you know." And and I've heard some female conversations um, you do when you go out to work, and I'm sort of sat there and I'm like, "Fucking talking about what?" fucking what i've got a good colleague of mine that literally is open and honest as from from up north open and honest as they come and just says yeah yeah i'll fuck it now you know yeah we were talking about how big our shits were <laughs> so, you know i get it i get it i get it I get it so um but it's the importance of, you know, you talk about everything. Women talk about everything, all their problems. Men don't. Men don't talk about when we get lumps, bumps, cuts or bleeding from certain bits. We just ignore everything. And irrelevant of how much we talk, that's going to keep going on because we're still not doing enough to praise the people for talking. And anyway, so like I digress, before I digress, you know, this guy, absolute legend of a guy, young, had his life ahead of him, just passed his electrician's qualifications, had everything in front of him. And all he wanted was someone to, he said, the words, I just don't want to be alone this Christmas. You know, I'd like to have a family. I'd like to get a girlfriend. And everybody was like, and I remember one of my friends, you know, he he literally was like, "Um, um, yeah, yeah, be fine, mate. You know, just go out and find someone. Just fucking shag someone. You'll be all right, mate. Yeah. And it was all just a joke, a bit of joviality. Never really listened to the words. Now, if he'd have spoken down in a group of us and we were all sat in a room, men talking openly, we would all go, fuck, that doesn't sound right but you don't, you blasé to it, because we're not used to it, and that's why the importance of praising those people, because the people that do talk up openly, share their thoughts, and and, and their woes, and, and really let down their guard, if you've got that with somebody, that's fucking precious, and I genuinely mean that, I know I talk openly, but that's because I'm choosing to do that, that's not because, I mean, I don't know who I'm opening up to, but I, I'm i choosing to do that, to show that, you know, we men can be vulnerable, they really can be, like, more than you realize and and there's a big there's a big you know there's a big emphasis on men men to succeed and and to talk about this a little bit of modern um a little bit of modern news and and the impact this is having and and a lot of social media you'll see with this uh with the british war going on with russia and everybody's talking about how you know we could there could be a a need to sign the public up um you know to serve in the serve for the country and the amount of women that sit there now and go no i just want to be a go at home wife uh, you know let the men go out there and all this sort of stuff you know how the tables turn when the shit hits the fan and again men will have to stand up and do that and and that's the reality i know there will be women out there listening and and possibly and say yeah i know my friend who's basically gi jane and i'll go fucking yeah brilliant well done but you're you're a very small minority. <laughs> That's a reality. That emphasis is still put on the man to succeed. That's a pressure that no man is going to experience. But we're going to go into that experience. And w- w- would I say that, that that men are men nowadays? I don't think they are. And, and not being, I don't think they're raised. They're raised a lot easier. Uh, or not for parents. So I many fucking nails to raise children today's in today's world. But um, <clears throat> and I really do mean that. But it's the importance of understanding that men, when they talk up and open and honest and get there, is to listen, because we don't do it. And this is where it all comes full circle, the importance of listening, the important, the importance of having the right people around you. Like I said at Nelly, leaving that message, giving me really positive feedback about the podcast, just at the right time, because I do struggle. You know, he said to me, I, I just want more content, James, and I'd, be like, I'd love to, but But I don't get the dopamine, so I've got to be um, in the mood to do a podcast, got to want to talk, I've got to want to be open, I've got to have something that I can feel I can talk about, you know, this isn't scripted, this is straight from the bonds. And um, so, you know, so I've got this all got to be aligned. But when you get more feedback, you get more positivity, it generates more, it all lifts, it's all working in, in, its, in its cycle. And then hopefully men will see the positivity around that, the positivity of being open. And then they'll share their thoughts and experiences and they'll listen and they'll nurture the right people around them to listen to them. And they'll do all these things, they'll reflect on themselves, they'll build their characters where they need to build their characters, build strength, resilience where they need to build it. And this, uh, you know, this is the importance of understanding how and why this, it's almost like that, um, what's the word, like an echo, like an echo, or, you know, when you skim a stone. You know, or, or the ripple effect, I think they call it. So it's like a ripple effect. That's, that's the word I was trying to... Basically, what I gave you was loads of fucking anecdotes there of what I was trying to think about. I was like, well, if you throw a stone, it ripples. But I didn't say the word ripple. And then I was like, if you shout, it echoes, and the voice or the sound ripples. And I just didn't, I didn't get that. But then it kicked me out. So it's like a ripple effect. And that's the important... And this is where everybody... You know, I'm learning. Do you know what I'm learning more and more? As I get older, and I work in a very, very, um, I work in an operational environment, and that's not being big edit. That's I do. I work in a highly strong operational environment, and I've been working. You know, one of the things for me is I want, I want something to. If I, if I want to change something. I want it to be changed, I want to get it done, let's fucking move on, it's a success. Um, brilliant, move on, another project. That's how, my mind, that's how my thought processes sort of in turn take, you know, they, that's how they, they, the cogs turn. So one of the biggest struggles I've had personally in the last two years is I'm in a big organisation and I've suggested, you know, three things that need to happen for instance and it is it is is as simple as that i'm not even trying to sugarcoat it but i put these are the three processes i've learned the degree standard of what those three processes mean so i'm the conduit in the middle and what i've done is i put it in layman's terms for you so that you understand what you've got to do but it's quite easy, you know, you just need to sign this box, you just need to do this, and you just need to do that, you know, you just need to fucking put some labels in a certain area, it's very, very fucking basic, right, really, if you were, if you were trying to teach somebody to do what I'm, I've am i learned, you know, in a in a fucking long-term process, from start to finish, in a year, you could potentially rectify it, it's two years in, and nobody's listening to me, and I don't get that, I'm just like, this is fucking batshit crazy, so I str- I've struggled, but anyway, the part I struggle with is I don't understand how I've, I've done all of the hard work. I've learned the degree level of what it is. I've learned the level of risk. I've learned what we should be doing, what we shouldn't be doing. I've told you all this. I've put it in graphic form. I've done it in video form. I've put it on fucking um, social media. I've put it on a database and given you links. I've done everything I can to make this. For, why are you not getting this? Anyway, I've learned. And this is the learning point. That, th- that change takes time. And that's the importance, and 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 and, and that was a long-winded—I mean, a fucking long-winded way. I mean, that was 70 mile an hour fucking storm Edna, or well, whatever the last fucking name was. That was 70 mile an hour winds are going on. But yes, change—it takes time. And I wanted to give you like a little emphasis point there. Why? I—I I understand that. I mean, is it frustrating? Yes, it really is. And that's the for two years I've been angry, and I genuinely mean angry because I'm like. What the fuck do you not understand? It's not even a lot of money. What don't you wonder? I don't get why I've been asking for... Just to give you a, a little idea. I've been asking people to sign one document twice a year. One document twice a year. Three people I want to sign at each place. So 47, um, 47 documents that need three people each to sign them twice a year. That's it. And these are all highly paid professionals and i don't get that i did that that's the bit that i'm like i fucking don't get why i'm still talking about this two years later what the fuck am i doing so that's the struggle point so i'm like you know normally i'm like i, I i've lost my shit so i just went I'm, I'm not gonna lose my shit i'm gonna try i'm gonna try and tell everybody what to do in the same way at a different organization and see if they listen and that's where i got to But on a promotion i was like i'm gonna go so but the, but the importance of that that big fucking story there is change takes time proper proper change there's things you can change overnight i fucking change your plug in an hour you know oh, that's fucking out james in, in 15 minutes you can change a plug you know whatever you, they're changed they're quick changes you know you can end a relationship that could be a fairly quick you know decision you know you can make change or you can go into relationships and that's a quick change significant changes in life and and this is what we're talking about here and this is me emphasizing the importance of this whole topic this whole subject what we're trying to do is change a mindset we're trying to change but we're not trying to change one person's mindset we're trying to change multiple people's mindsets we're trying to change the fact that we want men to talk more we want them to open up a little bit but we don't want them to open up too much because we don't want them to seem too weak because we're still men but just enough that you can help with the journey of life we're also hoping that you're going to be surrounded by people that are like-minded and want to support you in a similar way which is really hard because we all go through different stages of life where you know i must admit I probably wasn't really thinking about long-term friendships when I was 18. I was just young, young, dumb and full of cum, bounced around. You know, I didn't give two fucks who I was with, as long as there was somebody there, wingman, fucking balls deep in, in I go. You know, so that was basically the crux of the next, you know, whatever. You know, But you weren't really interested. You go into different phases in life, you know, and, and everybody's different. And this is the importance of trying to nurture that quicker. And in the importance of this journey... To, to try and nurture that quicker so we can change mindsets so uh, for, for me the and that's the important bit is it's the mindset of changing all of those we're trying to also change that we want women to listen to men more and understand that yes you know we're still human beings but we're still expected to do an awful lot etc etc and we, you know but we and, and also I think that opens up the communication lines for better relationships anyway because you're showing that you're a little bit vulnerable you're getting the listening, you're getting the support and also you're getting that emotion because we all struggle with that and I think a lot of the men, I certainly did, you don't want to seem like you're weak, you're like fuck off, I ain't going to tell you my problems and then before you know it, you're like fucking drunk, smashing all over the place, fucking shouting, bawling, being an absolute arsehole and really the underlying fact is you're just not happy with your job, your relationship or your, your circumstances and you don't know how to change that. Um, and that's the importance, but then you don't know who to talk to to try and alleviate some of that pressure, so we bottle it up, and then we get drunk more, then we become angry, then we fight, and then we do stupid things, and then we fucking wreck the place, or we quit fucking jobs, or we run away, and fucking leave our kids and everything, but it's all surrounded by negativity, and that's the importance, and then we turn to drugs, drink, alcohol, whatever, and we we just just sit in a a world of um, like... (laughs) a semi-comatose state we're just drinking our lives away thinking i'll go to work if i can be semi-functional to earn enough money to just sh- keep people off my fucking back and afford to drink i'll get drunk and i'll be an arsehole because there'll be times where i'll be tired and i'll be angry and i wouldn't have slept and towards the tail end of the week i will get more and more angry and then i outburst and then we have shit weekends everyone's arguing Ra 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 ra. fuck it and it's a vicious cycle when realistically we need to look at the pinpoint bit and some of this pressure is alleviated just by talking. That's the important bit. That's the easiest bit. It's just about talking. But, but we all have our bit to play. We all have an important role in this in understanding, whether it's your husband, wife. Excuse me. Just randomly came up with a bit of air. Um, but if you're opening up to somebody, you, they've got to do their bit. They've got to listen. And that's where we say, you know, sometimes we, and, and sometimes there's people that have spoken up like I was talking about my friend he spoke up and then I didn't finish that story actually sorry um, but yeah but that's the same as thing we, we diverted back in anyway but his his story he was speaking nobody was listening because we were in that drunk environment men weren't weren't really and again when you look at the individuals in the circumstances, the people that were there who are friends of mine, I know about their individual circumstances. I know that one's had relationship problems recently. I know that one is having relationship problems and turns to the drink a lot. So you can watch these people. Well, they're not even in their own conscious state of mind. And how do I know? That's because I've, people want to talk to me. So I assume I know through that, through that fact, um, which is quite a nice thing. But it does put a, a massive bad burden. I spoke to you about that. So, you know, it, but I know about these two people that were listening in the same group, and they weren't going to listen because they've got their own shit going on and they're drinking their fucking arse away. So, yes, it's just going to be a case of, yeah, just go and fucking shag someone, man. Have a great time. Fuck it. Hashtag YOLO. Are you having a good time? You know, and then he's waking up on his fucking family, you know, Christmas Day, um, you know, hung over, not giving two fucks, not realising what he has in front of him and um in some capacity um and then this other gentleman a good friend of ours decided that christmas eve or christmas was it christmas eve i think it was christmas eve 24th yeah um decided he didn't want to no longer be with us left his dog and everything you know <laughs> that's the reality and that and that's the little bit where we pause and, you know we just have a little food for thought that there is serious connotations to not doing these little tiny things and it's the same as the fr- and that's the frustration bit the bit that angers me is the reason I talk openly is because I want people to understand that we are you know we we're, as human beings we're complex when you actually dive into being a human being and you think to yourself what the fuck am I actually doing here I'm a you know I'm a, a, a ball of fucking molecules just walking around you know perfectly in sync with you know with the environment and i'm not floating i'm i'm the perfect you know weight sort of thing or whatever and you, when you actually analyze things and you actually think to yourself fucking hell uh, and i'm just here and and, and i'm not questioned that <laughs> you know and then you think about it in actual fact you that's a that's dives straight into the point where we're very precious we're complex We need to, none of us know how to navigate life. There isn't a book. There isn't a book that a parent's given. There isn't a book that your that's handed down from generations and generations of people giving birth and going, oh, okay, well, yeah, let's segregate him because he's a little bit crazier than him. There must be something there. No, we haven't had that. We're learning about each other all the time. We're learning new things all the time. Trials are going on about bodies and how to save us and stop us getting illnesses all the time. Because we are subject to them. We are fragile. We're fragile mentally. We're fragile physically. You can just fall over and break. <laughs> That's When you actually look at that and you actually analyse life, it makes you want to go out. And, and for me, the reason I suppose the important factor for this is... And I suppose the reason why, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying learning from my mental health is I am realising that I am fragile. I am realising that anything can happen tomorrow. So I don't want to have regrets. I don't want to be around people that don't want to be around me. There's no point. I'm wasting time. I don't want to be around that those sorts of people. I want people to be with me to enjoy my company and make my life better and more positive and have memories with me if you're not part of that and don't want to be part of that then it's it it sounds selfish but no you have to be a little bit selfish because you are fragile you know there's people dying every second you know and that's the reality of it so if we're not looking after our mental health we're not enjoying life if we're not making those mistakes and having fun and doing the important things in life and we're sitting there dwelling on our own self-pity blaming everybody else and like I said to you blaming the fact that we think we've got a problem or there may be something you don't need to do something do something about it you know just because we're waiting for a diagnosis on something or we're waiting to be told something no go out and do the things make the changes that are important to make you successful if you want to sit there and watch your years go by, then to, then so be it. And that's, I suppose, that's a little bit of a sharp, a sharp tongue there. I suppose, because I am a little bit. It, 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 sometimes you need that shake, that little shake to go. Fucking, you are fragile, mate. You could step out in the car and the road and get fucking swiped out every day. You get on a vehicle, in any in any description, you are reliant on another human being being fully compassmentus to not kill you. You're reliant on you being fully compass mentors, mentally stable, to not do something stupid. That's a big risk when you look at it. And I look at risk every single day. But that's the importance of life. It is, it is, nothing is guaranteed. So we, I suppose the importance is, is, you know, it's been softly, nicely for two years. We've got into that point. We've got to the crux of it. And I'm not shouting at you. I've seen social media posts where they go, fucking get out there, you fucking can't get out of a fucking good time. No, 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 no. Come on, my copy don't. Please. <laughs> you know, there's a way to do it. You know, we do have to do things properly. I could scream and shout at you like some fucking moron and say, get out there, fucking enjoy yourself. Yeah, you should be fucking. no. There's ways to do things in life. We have to do the things to succeed. Sometimes you have to conform with things that you don't want to conform to, but we, there is elements of taking risk-based fun. There is elements of enjoying yourself. Make if you're not happy in that job, like I, I do you know, what, I got so. I was having a conversation with uh with with my counterpart in my uh, who from the contractor world on Friday, and I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring you into this, and this is the importance and how people have looked at this. So I wanted promotion, okay? I've worked hard, and I mean fucking hard for three years, okay? To, to get where I am now has not been fucking easy by no stretch of the imagination. There's a lot of people around me that have, that have either succeeded, succeeded on my success, but not realizing it, and that's not been having to go. But there is people that have succeeded on my success, and there's people that have succeeded from my demise and me leaving or whatever, in any, in any you know, whatever purpose it is. Um, and I promise you, I'm not aiming, I'm just saying that, you know, I'm not, this isn't aimed at anybody, I promise you. But what I'm saying is, there is people around me that in some capacity have taken something from, uh, off of me and, and um, in, a, in a positive way, and it's helped them, and it's excelled, and I have make sure I do that. But I've worked fucking tirelessly for three years to get to where I am now, because I wanted to succeed in life. I want to push myself. I want to get the bit I want to get what I you know what I want I make myself a goal and I do things really really um, structured and I look after myself and that's the importance and that's the that's the learning curve I suppose of what I'm adapting and, and I suppose sort of kind of trying to learn from on a daily basis but at the same time I've always 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 ensured that the right people are with me because the right people are I've got some very very close friends that have that have enjoyed that success with me and we're coming we're coming through together they're the important people you know they're the ones and, and i've maintained those relationships and those friendships i've maintained the right ones and i think that's where it swings back around and that's what i'm talking about here is enjoying that kind of um, mental health two seconds for a second well i'm going to take a quick sip of my my mouth was going a bit dry <clears throat> sorry about that so yeah so and and anyway and before i d- digress into any further into that that's the importance of learning from mental health i think for me um it's been an important journey so far uh, and like i said i know it's a bit of a sharp tongue to give you that to give you that shake up but it's important sometimes to have that sharp tongue because i think sometimes you need to give yourself that shake up sometimes you need to go i've done this and this i'm doing this right i've got the right people around me i'm learning i'm adapting I'm evolving all the time and I think that once you do that we get into the point where we go right let's fucking shake the shake the tree a little bit let's let's shake this fucking tree and see what falls out of it so that's that's what I'm trying to do shake the tree up a little bit and get us to really think about now the next process make sure that we're doing the positive things I've said to you about my friends that they're all surrounding me they're all positive there's lots of positivities coming up from from all of my friends this year and i think that's really i've got um you know people that are coming back to a local area i've got um nelly ma absolute massive commendable uh for him you know he's uh he's doing his 75 and hard he's he's fucking loving fitness and completely changed his mindset in the last few months, um, in, in, in probably about the last three or four months, I've seen I've, I've seen, especially on social media, he's really been he's really been boosting himself. He's taken positive steps. He's growing, and in, in me, he may not see this, but I've certainly seen this, and I know that there's um, friends around him that will, will agree. And this is the important: he's taking control of his mental health. He's not waited on a diagnosis, waited on medication, nothing like. He's taking control of his life and i've got my other friend and i'm gonna big up my bestie um who's doing absolutely fantastic loads of positivity coming from karen this year he's getting promoted he's he's uh you know is he's, he's worked tirelessly for the last year he's even been doing and it, and I, in fact I, this might bring in nicely actually to the I suppose the the good news story actually of uh, of what i'm trying to talk about which is in the sense of um important to learn from mental health and what am i talking about that well the the reason I want to talk about um, learning from mental health is because it's important to, to adapt and grow. This is where I, you know, this is the state, like I said a minute ago, that's the stage I'm at. I'm talking about me growing and, and, and me evolving and me learning from what I've learned and learning and understanding my mindset. And that feeds into a little bit <clears throat> of learning. So today, um, well, sorry, yesterday I, was at, um, I, I popped in to see him um, over in his, uh, in his hometown, dived in saw him while he was at work and he was with his son and walked in just as normal, really, just as sort of kind of high, you know me, I'm, I'm, I'm like fucking bouncing around like Tigger, so you know the general consensus, and I was seeing my bestie, so, you know, I was going to knew he was going to have a good catch-up, I was showing him my I've got myself a new commuter uh, scooter, I've got a little 125, I fucking love it, I absolutely love it, but that's, a, that's another story in the minute um, but anyway, so, I sh- I, but I did, I, sh- I went off to show him, I was like, here you go, mate, look at this is what i got, because I, I want him to get one as well so we can go off and do some adventures go down the beach, do some crazy shit you know whatever have a bit of fucking fun make those memories and um i saw his son toby and the reason i want to talk about him and, and i'm not going to say it in, in, in a negative capacity in any way shape or form but um to build toby's um his son's confidence up he's been bringing him into um in, into this this other work he's at this second job he's got and basically he's been um nurturing his son bringing his confidence because it's a it's a fucking tough world out there isn't it and I've watched him grow. I've watched him really, really, really take charge of helping his son. And I walked in yesterday. Anyway, and I thought nothing by the by. I was just chatting away to him and chatting away to his son. And, you know, I could see that, his, um, see, see that Toby's son was interested in my motorbike. And we were talking about motorbikes. Really, really positive stuff. And um, anyway, so long story short, we dive into the next day. I was in and I was seeing a good friend of mine. And we were chatting. And um, the good friend of mine is, happens to be his boss. So I was chatting away, and I was like, oh, you know, how'd things go? And she happened to mention that she couldn't believe the difference in Toby's persona, his son's persona, when uh, and and how he was until I walked through the door. He said, um, I've spoken to him before, but when you came through the door, now, I'm not saying this in a big-headed fashion by any stretch of the imagination, um, <clears throat> but it's really, really i I suppose it's just because i'm i don't know maybe just because i'm an open person and i think that that sort of kindness instills people and she and um the, the woman um the boss turned around and said i just couldn't believe it it was like a different person smiling chatting to you I could hear conversations spoke and talk to me and that's the importance of learning and it's probably because I'm learning a lot and I suppose I'm adapting evolving I'm trying to be more chilled out I'm trying to not promote any aggression in any way shape or form I'm trying to be that different personality I'm trying to be and I don't mean different personality I'm trying to be the personality I should be but I haven't been because I've been eaten up and fucking terrorized by depression, which has made me for fucking best part of 15 years an angry ball of shithead. You know, so so for me, it's kind of like learning, adapting and evolving all the time and trying to use those positives. And this is where I say to you: use the positives all the time. So I reflected on that. I came away and I was like, I'm really that's such an important message to me and such an important message for Kieran's son as well and, and the reason I know he'll listen to this and um, so for him I wanted to share that I wanted to share that that thought process and, and hopefully then you know he'll he'll listen and, and say James can you help me and I'll go yeah buddy I'll fucking help you <laughs> you know build the confidence up maybe because I, I do like to motivate I do like to motivate this is probably like an in, like an internal shout out I was talking about it because it was a really positive and the reason I, I was talking about it mainly and this is just to put, you know put it to bed <laughs> so to speak is because um it's a positive step for me because people want to be around me and and i've been years where i've been a dickhead and i have been the angry twat that nobody wants to be around i've been consumed by alcohol i've been the fucking larry loud one just dicking around that is the the life and soul of a party when it's a fake party, you know, not really the life and soul of the party because, you know, just because, oh, yeah, bring James along. He, he's crazy as fuck. He'll do anything, you know. So it's kind of like, but it, it, that's surrounded with a lot of anger and a lot of a lot of tension and a, and a big mess for a long time. So to be able to be around people that and, and also to to bring that out of other people goes to show that, that other, the important bit as well is that that person has that confidence to be like that and when we're trying to promote confidence that filled me and instilled me with a really good feeling inside and it breaks into another thing that i'm learning from so and the, and again this is sort of two really pertinent points uh to learning from your mental health whether it be internal external learning from a friend learning from a partner learning from a loved one it's really important to understand the mental health because it is real it is fucking absolutely real and um I break. It. I talk about my daughter. My daughter's going for an ADHD assessment because she's showing a lot of traits that I did, that I know would be linked to that. So, and it's not. I'm not doing it to get a label on or anything like that. I think she's doing it because there is a medication that you can take. And when you get um, when you get diagnosed with it, you get the medication because what she's struggling with is the same as me. You know, your your fucking head's doing like ninety million things. It's like now I'm talking to you. I'm fully listening to the radio. Um, through my speaker you know I can do you can you're really good at multitasking uh, and and but your head is just it's fucking exhausting and and my daughter a lot of the time comes home and and talks about being exhausted and and um, and stuff like that so we just one of the biggest things I've noted and this is the bit where I'm trying to learn and help her is the expenditure bit so what I've asked her to do now is when she buys something excuse me when she buys something, I've asked her to send me the message of what she wants to buy. And this isn't me controlling her, please. Before anyone goes out there and all your Karens fucking sit there and go, "Oh my god, he's controlling his fucking daughter." No, I'm not. Not controlling her at all. She can spend as she likes. But I ask the, the question, and the question I do first do is number one: I don't action the um, I don't action the the sale straight away. The purchase, I leave it till the next morning. The reason I do that is because impulse buying is massive with ADHD um, and that's what I've been doing for fucking years is impulse buying and come, things come into the door that I didn't even know I had. If you've ever been through anything, through depression, uh, stress, anxiety um, or any mental health condition, that's really – that if you're chasing dopamine – that's what you that's what you chase for you you know you look for those those endorphin rushes um, and then sometimes you know you, you'll just be sat there and you'll be like what's that come through the door and you won't even remember because you've got the endorphin rush you feel like it's done it's in a basket you know mentally you've got to wait for postage and etc etc so you kind of go oh fucking hell, it is what it is and then you forget it and then it comes through the door and then when it comes through the door you've lost the endorphin because a lot of the time you can buy things and go no nah, i don't really want that um, I'm not going to wear them, they look cool, you know, but they'll sit there, and that's why I'm surrounded by fucking, I was, I have been, a lo- I'm so much better than I was, but I'm surrounded by loads of shit, not shit as in, you know, someone shat everywhere, but I'm surrounded by just, like, gizmos, gadgets, and pictures, and random things, um, because I just impulse buy, you know, all the time, to get that dopamine, um, so it is a bit of, so I'm trying to be the conduit then, I've said that twice today. Good word, if you ever want to use. It. I'm being the conduit. Um, it's a good word. I like it. it excites me. <laughs> Gives me a spring stiffy. Um, sorry. <laughs> so it's like conduit. So I like being the conduit to um, to make sure that the spending isn't frivolous. So I, I wait for the next morning, and then I, I ask her. I say, you know, is this an impulse buy, or do you want me to proceed? And um, she's like. She'll either say yes or no. Obviously, you know, yeah, I do want it, you know, can you get it? Um, you know, fucking money, I'll send the money over. And I go, okay, Billy bonus, we move on. But believe it or not, six times out of ten, which is a high number, it will be, no, I don't want that anymore. And I've learned this lesson the hard way. And I learned it in an expensive way when um my daughter got paid, said to me, Can I have all these things? And then, and and before you say, I know what you're all gonna say she's conju you <laughs> she probably fucking has because i'm a dad and she's a daughter and she's got me wrapped around a little finger i get that and i've got three girls i do know that <laughs> i'm soft as shit as i get called um all the time Or oh, you never fucking punish the girls i'm like no i can't <laughs> i can't punish the fucking girls um so yeah I'm, I'm normally the good guy which means everyone comes to me i think my daughter <clears throat> i feed in i uh, feed into this little bit when i talk about my motorbike um my daughter straightaways the one with adhd or potential she hasn't got it but you know the one with the potential one's getting um seeing the, the... anyway fuck off james <laughs> shouting at myself cause i'm digressing because I was like, it's getting excited. She's going to jump on the back, and um, she's like, "Yeah, straight away, I want to come along." I was like, "Okay, yeah, we're just—it's a unique experience, so just take it nice and easy." <laughs> but you can see the excitement in it because it, it, it was something new, something experienced. So, anyway, I've learned and understood over the years the difficult way, the very expensive way, the thirty-five thousand pounds worth of debt way in you know in the fact that you know i i've been frivolous for fucking years because i've never addressed why i'm doing it do i need to do it so i i've adapted these own principles whereas what i've started to do now is i've started to put items in a bat in a in a basket and then normally get an email saying you've left items in your basket and i go back the next day and i utilize that to say go back into the basket and go you don't want any of this mate what the fuck do you need a mankini for me, <laughs> you fruity bastard? Um, I bought the mankini. Love it. Chafes a bit, though. Um, so, you know, it's uh, we break into a little bit of those. Uh, so it's important. And I've learned through the hard process. So I can see the signs in her because, anyway, like I said to you, um, wrapped round finger, digress, background again, James she bought a load of stuff and she said "Can she sent me links to amazon for like 60 quids worth of stuff i think it was 67 quid i think it was i bought it and i said oh you don't forget you owe me 67 quid like three or four days later when the stuff came through the door over the period of a couple of days and um she went um i didn't want these and i went you didn't say that she goes oh no but i just like assumed i was like assumed what mate <laughs> that you could tell me to pay for it so i was down i didn't i got the money back because uh, unfortunately i keep her savings in my savings account so i uh, extracted the money <laughs> i said fuck you <laughs> i'm fucking having that 67 quid back so but but i've learned and this is the importance of learning from mental health learning from don't just sit there and dwell on things actually move forward and learn from it How of do you know what and this is where, again, I'm gonna feed into something I talk about all the time, that positive reinforcement. And it's learning from that's a positive experience. I enjoyed that, you know. It's like sex. You know, you think you're either, you know, you're either a, a yes or a no. You know, you're either I, I like that. That was okay. You know, it's like if you if all of a sudden you 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 think you're gay. You're like popping in the bump. It's not for me, mate. That fucking hurts. <laughs> you know, it's not for me. But you've given it a go you know so um that's a fucking weird way of saying <laughs> but the thing is is oh god how do you pull out is how do you pull out that one james um but you don't you, you learn from these experiences and, and you know the positive reinforcement is what you get and it's anything if you do something positive or you do something it gives you an endorphin rush and you analyze and go can i do that again can i repeat that and enjoy it as much you know it it, it if you can and you're learning from it and you're getting something out of it keep doing it just as much as if you fail make sure you reflect on that failure why did you fail i failed because i didn't put enough effort into it i failed because i didn't put enough commitment into it you know they're the they're the if you're reflecting on the failure and then you go okay well i didn't put enough commitment into it am i committed enough to give it another go what was stopping me why wasn't i committed and this is the importance of asking yourself internally these questions, not sitting there chuntering yourself. You may get called crazy. Um, I have been because I've also been sat there and people have been listening to me and I've actually been giving myself the answers. Um, I seem to get a better response when I talk to myself and give myself the answers. And it's always an agreement, always an agreement. <laughs> so, but it's, um, if you don't reflect on these situations, you don't reflect on your, your process. Even if you set yourself a goal, if you don't reflect and learn from that, whether it's a failure or a success, if you don't reflect either way, number one, the success, you've not reinforced it. You've not positively reinforced it and made it an active positive reinforcement. You've just gone, meh, like I used to do for fucking years. People would be like, did you enjoy that process? And I'll go, not really, mate. i just, like, get rid of it you know i used to do i used to do paint spraying and i used to do loads of different artworks and and things like that and i never did it for i did it because i was mentally i needed to keep myself going i i was as i now know i get i need to keep myself fucking busy so i was doing these things just to keep busy people would be like well what are you want to sell it for i, I don't know mate 50 quid whatever and it was probably like 4 500 quid's worth but you just get rid of it i wasn't in it for the cash i wasn't in it for you know the enjoyment i was just in it because half the time or most of my stuff has been given away because I do it for me I don't it's an expensive thing to do but I do it for me and hopefully that gives the the additional endorphin of me helping somebody or giving somebody something to enjoy so I do that a lot with my artwork I'll give you the artwork people like wow why I'm like because I get excitement that you appreciate it and you're going to enjoy it that's my and I got I got semi fun doing it but I get so much more out of making sure that you are excited and I want to give you something that you appreciate. So, and that's the importance of, of life, I think. And I think that you, it's like calming. You know, hopefully, if you keep doing that, you'll get the positive reinforcement will come back eventually because you, you're constantly trying to be positive. And, if you've, and, and, and like I said, if, if you fail, please acknowledge the failures in life. You have to. If you didn't do something because of whatever reason, Providing if you failed, you're reflecting on that failure in the sense, can I learn something from this? That's the important bit. Not a case of sitting there and slapping yourself around the face. I failed giving yourself fucking 70 lashes on your back. I'm not talking about that type of failure. And that's not positive reinforcement, but if you can sit there and go, oh, okay, then, to, to relate it to weight training, possibly, you go in, you in you're doing 100k bench press, and you go, I'm going to do 105, and then you do 105, you succeed, you feel fucking positive, well, boom, I'm going to go 110, you go 110, completely fail, what the fuck's only 5 kilograms, you did 5 kilograms last time, yeah, but you you've done it too soon or let's let's look at the failure did I do it too soon was I was I did I have the right amount of protein did I feel positive about it was I really invested in it all of these things we're going to ask ourselves to see if we can learn from something so that it becomes a positive experience yeah okay I failed but I learned that maybe I needed a couple of extra weeks at 105 maybe I want to go 17.5 I don't know i mean you should never do that don't do that because that's pussy if you're in the gym it's fucking go big or go home <laughs> all right you're fucking lightweight oh my god so yeah so that's the importance of learning from mental health and that's all these see i reflect and uh, just talking about all of my experiences from today just talking about experiences in general about mental health and what i'm learning from because i'm constantly trying to learn and, and evolve and adapt Yes, I fail a lot. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a success story. I'm not the fucking Messiah. I'm not walking across water and parting the waves. What I am doing, though, is these little wins are allowing me to be more conscious, more mindfulness. I'm trying to be more in the present. That's the word I'm looking for. I'm trying to be here so I don't stress about that, those things. It's like um, I'm trying to think of a... Uh, so, I was asked to do something and work, and I just knew I didn't want to do it. It was nothing to do with me. Um, it was a course, actually. It was a really, really good course. It was going on an AMPQ course, which is a really good course. And there was a space left, and they asked me. And I thought about it, but it was like I got three days' notice to go and do a full week at a different place. And I turned around. Now, before, I would have said, yes, gone along, stressed the fuck out myself, probably failed the course, like I did originally on the Prince 2, I failed that course first time around. I had to um, wait three or four days, do a bit more reading to pass. But I passed the um, I passed the Foundation Practitioner. But that took a lot of work to get that, more than I should have done because I wasn't prepared for the course. So I basically had to learn what I learned on the course after and use the course as my pre-course reading. Fucking hell, it that was a nightmare. So I didn't want to do it, but normally I would have gone, yeah, fucking hell, give me that data, but you know, give me that endorphin buzz, knowing I'm going to get a higher car for work, and I'm going to fucking cruise to work, and it's going to be semi fun. You know, it's not going to be fun at all. You're doing a course for it. You'll fucking hate it. You'll have homework. You. So I, I then started processing it and slowing down, and I went, and it was actually um, so the person I was talking to knows me quite well, and actually, um, she messaged saying, James, please don't feel obliged to do it. There's just spaces, um, and, and we know you, you you're keen to do these things, but don't you know? Don't feel obliged. Because she said that, I went, no, I really, I shouldn't do it. I'm not going to do it because I'll stress myself out. I've not done enough prep, and I don't know enough about it. So I said no. That's the first time I said no to something like a course, especially a big course like that. But it made me feel like, no, now I can be in the present a bit more. Now I don't have to stress that I'm going to go next week. I don't have to remove, you know, reschedule things, fuck around. So I actually took took a lot of learning and positivity and slowed myself down because normally my reaction would have been, as you've heard before, balls deep, in, thrust, go. And that's what I'm trying to avoid. I'm trying to slow that shit down. Um... So yeah, the importance of learning, and that's what I, these are positive importance. So I talk about the positive experience with my friend and his son, and I talk about the positive experience with my daughter and learning from things, and and also the ability to try and help them, because I want to be able to help them. I get the same feeling actually, and I and I and I mention this as well because I get the same feeling from my um, one of my sons' um, daughters. Um, she is absolutely fantastic, and she's got autism. But she is, both his daughters are absolutely incredible young little ladies. They really are spot on. Um, but Katie obviously has a learning difficulty, so she she has autism. So, but there's like a, a connection between um, me and Kady, um, and, and we, and it's a really good family bond. And she's different around me in the sense that she opens up a little bit more she's a little bit more positive she smiles she wants to engage and it's a really warm feeling it's a really nice feeling when you get that because you're helping somebody and the reason that is it's probably again because hopefully i'm an open and honest person and i and i nurture the the ability to want to listen as well because i really do enjoy listening and i think that that's a nice thing so those are three really really positive experiences um that you can have and i and i taught and as and the a, a similar uh rhetoric as well i don't know whether i mentioned this but i'll, I'll reinforce it is uh, um kieran's son has autism as well so and my daughter has potential adhd so there's a pattern here you know of people that are wanting to talk to me because i seem like i'm probably the adult version that's going through what they're all going through and i suppose it's probably that seeking advice and and i think i understand a little bit more because i i do i've the reason i understand a little bit more is because i've been through it and gone through it and i go through these situations where i'm blunt and I'm, I'm arrogant or i'm fucking crazy and i've done all these silly things and i've got myself into a lot of fucking trouble and i've had to get myself out a lot of trouble over the years you know and that's because i never had that support i never had somebody to understand what i was going through i never had somebody to listen and i don't mean that as like fucking play your violin not at all it was un, it was un, it wasn't it wasn't known it wasn't understood so it was just a case of like leave him because he's fucking crazy leave him because he's a gobshite you know or whatever or just you know i'm not interested in that so you you, you do you end up being quite heavily bullied like i was um and th- the same rhetoric for um uh, all three of my or all three of those people i've mentioned they they've all been bullied at some point in their life and i've had to understand and deal with those side of things and and i, de- I dealt with that with my um my daughter Um, she was horrendously bullied for a couple of years Um, so she just sort of came out of a shell in the last year and really helped but all of these are, are linked in and I think that the importance of understanding this is because I'm learning from my own mental health hopefully I can offer sound advice to the people in my life that are dealing with the similar situations that I've gone through through their children so i can hopefully offer them a little bit of support and help them get through life because you know we can all read books we can all watch fucking tv series we can all watch documentaries we can all try and understand it but everybody's different and everyone goes through mental health a different way there's people that would have probably been on a lot stronger than i've been over the years mentally and maybe never shown signs of the the the, um, depression or anxiety or mental health conditions that I've endured and suffered but then at the other end of the spectrum there may be people that would have gone through that a lot earlier and there's maybe people that deal with it and, and we or not even maybe but we all deal with mental health in different ways but what I've learned over all of this time and the importance of growing and developing is you've got to promote that positivity and you've got to do the positive things if you're going to sit there on your carcass and fucking dwell in your own self-pity and blame everybody else for everything else and keep blaming other people, then you're not going to win. You're, 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 you're just going to carry on being difficult. Life is going to be difficult. You've got to get yourself out there. You've got to make the right changes. You've got to do what you can to enjoy life in a positive experience and make the most out of that positive experience that's the that's the that's the basic that's the the foundation we're here to enjoy ourselves if you want to allow other things to get hold of you if you want you know if you've got a a, a symptom or you've got um you know you think that you've got something go and get diagnosed that's the important bit is and i know that's a long drawn out process but at the same time and this is where i was watching a program actually i'm gonna talk i'm gonna go over a little bit here sorry i'm in the full fucking swing of things um I was watching, if you've ever got something, if you ever want to learn about mental health, and, a, and, a, and more specifically, um, autism, you need to watch um, Love on the Spectrum, two series on Netflix. There are other ones available, but currently at the moment, there is, it's about Americans. There is one, Love on the Spectrum, I think the UK did one, and I do remember watching that. But if you want to understand about autism and the level of autism, people that are autistic... Um, and actually and what they how they how they look at life and how they perceive life is beautiful they are so simple but in a but but in a very 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 knowledgeable way they don't care for the details they just want to get to it they just want to understand what are we doing here what are we going for there was um and there was a, a couple, that had got, well, there, was two, there was two of them, there was a male and a female, they went on a date, it was their first ever date. They went on the first date, and at the end of the date, towards the end of the date, I think they were sat down at a bench, and he sa- she said um, to him, do you ever want any children? And he went, because he's got, um, the, the, the gentleman in question had, um, it, it's gone for me, for the life of me, but it was not, not Asper- is it Asperger's? I think it's Asperger's syndrome um so and autism and he turned around and said no i can barely look after and he's, he was like you know he's an adult an adult with autism but he's like i can barely look after myself i do not want kids and they went okay then but we can still be friends let's fucking go and they just walked on separate ways and that was it never again and then they analyzed it protested it spoke about it but it was such a simple blunt but beautiful way of looking at life and I think if you want to learn for things about autism, because I think so, I I've learned loads about it actually. I've learned learned about the the mental health side of things, but what I've also learned is the traits that they have, and the level of traits that you can have, and we can all be different. We can all be unique. But if you want to watch and learn something, I, I value I, it's not only is it it's um, it, it, it's funny. But not in a taking the piss out of the out of autism way. It's funny in the sense of just the way that they articulate things, in some of their ways. That just their persona is just is simple but beautiful. Honestly, I recommend watching um, Love on the Spectrum. It's called it, just to understand mental health. And also, I think that we can also adopt some of the principles of of autism into just general life. You know, it's like almost they they, they look at ADHD now as as a as a negative and they and they, not as a negative that's probably the wrong word but what i will say is they look at it as a, a, a mental health condition so if you call adhd a mental health condition a lot of us would associate adhd with the you know the, the spoiled little fucking kid in the corner that's kicking and punching everybody fucking gobshiting around running around with his fucking airplane going, Nyeh! and then fucking twatting it into the side of your fucking face bosh that's the guy that, that guy's got adhd no that's not adhd it, it, it's the same as with any mental health condition adhd comes in many forms there is similar traits uh there there is um sorry uh uniform traits across the board like um you know risk takers and um you know really struggle to um kind of either struggle to sleep or do the complete opposite and actually just sleep all the time um but there's loads of symptoms that we all can get and we some people can go but we always associate it with uh, mental health with a with a disease uh, you know oh god he's got a what he's got adhd oh fuck off mate oh he's gonna be a fucking nightmare. It's going to be an absolute fucking cunt. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't say that word, but I love that word. It's because you would think that. You'd be like, you fucking arsehole. <laughs> but you turn around and you just go. But the reality of it is, and this is where I've spoke about this before in a, in a podcast, is the hunter-gatherer aspect of it. It's the hunter-gatherer. That's what ADHD is linked to. So it's the guy that goes out and takes the risks. It's the guy that goes out and gets the fucking food resources, brings it back. It's the guy that gets into the scraps and fights to defend and everything else. It, there's so much raw there's so much raw data behind what ADHD really is. It just shows itself in different symptoms. But if we learn to control our ADHD, which is what I'm essentially doing, I'm learning to control it because I don't want to take more medication. So I'm learning to adapt and I'm, I'm almost channeling. That's the word I'm trying to look for. I'm channeling how to do it. Yes, you slip off the road and sometimes you'll fucking blow a tire, you know. Um, but, but I'm, learning to, I'm just learning to channel it to get positivity out of it. I'm learning to take the positivity from the situations. I'm learning to um, adapt my lifestyle to make sure that I account for those things and learn and, and, and understand it. And that's the same as what I've learned with, like, so dive back back into Love on the Spectrum, and you learn about autism, and you see it's actually, it's simple, but beautiful, but everyone can have different things that comes with it. And it's the same with stress, depression, PTSD. Some people have PTSD, and they can have PTSD from, I know that somebody was diagnosed with PTSD because they fell off of a bus, and they were like, I can never go on a bus again, I feel like I'm going to fall off and fucking, you know, fairly, you know, sort of middle-aged woman, but didn't want to go on a bus again. So, Whereas there's right at the other end of the spectrum, where you associate, like I said, what we what we traditionally associate PTSD with, is military war, shot at. You know, we we've all seen um, we've all seen the photos of uh, people with what we call PTSD now, um, but they're just shell shock is what we used to call it. It was shell shock, but it's basically it's PTSD. Um, it's grown. We've learned. We've understood the mind. We've understood how people. And I think also because we communicate more. So it's all wrapping itself up nicely in terms of understanding and evolving. And that's what's happening now. We're understanding about depression. We're understanding about stress. We all live in a stressful world. This is a stressful world we live in. Everything is technology. Everything is fast. Go, 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 go. Everything's, I've got to do this. Oh my! One kid wants to eat this. One kid wants to eat that. One kid wants to eat that. One kid wants to do that sport. One kid wants to do that sport. Oh, fuck. One kid needs that money. That needs that's life oh fuck i've got to go in and i've got to do this i've got to succeed i've got oh fuck there's a leak i mean, fucking drains bust i don't know whatever oh god like the other day uh, friday i was in work and i literally took the car in uh, I, I took um the family car in to to do the disc brakes and the front strut top bearing i haven't mechanicked for 25 years but because i did mechanic at one point in my life for three years supposedly i'm still a fully fledged mechanic so i just carried on did it um No problems at all. Changed all the parts. Hunky-dory. Drove away. Uh, One of the fucking... uh, One of these plates snapped. And now the suspension ball arm's come down. Because I'd realigned the... the already wonky strut top bearing to back where it was it just sheared the rest of the ju- the uh, fucking bracket away and now i've got suspension fucking dangling so that can't go anywhere now that car's stuck there so yeah we take fucking curveballs we take the old ricker <laughs> we take out the old ricker every now and then but learning and evolving is what we get from this now normally i'd get frustrated with that i'd be like fucking hell but no we can't there's nothing we can do i can't get frustrated about that so i just put things aside and we work through the channels and we put other you know life is we live in a in, in a fast-paced world where things are changing all the time you could be you could leave work on a friday and by monday dinner time your whole day could have changed i fucking know i don't know i know that look I mean, you look at our, our um, nurses and doctors they go in every day in a stressful environment. They still have to go home and deal with normal everyday stresses of raising children in a modern world, which brings fucking social media and bullying to your front door. We're seeing an epidemic now, and I will call it an epidemic, of children committing suicide through bullying, which is linked to mental health. We're seeing that now because technology, and I must admit, it shocked me. It fucking shocked me to the core, the stuff I've had to deal with as a parent from other children texting messaging boys just fucking random boys sending fucking dick pics to my fucking daughters and you're like i wouldn't send that mate that's fucking time <laughs> you know, what the fuck are you doing son you know and you need to see i've had shit loads of things to deal with and then you deal with the pressures of promotion, finances, rent, cost of living crisis, everything going through the roof. You know, insurance going through the fucking roof. Oh God, the dog's hurt himself now. Oh fucking dogs, you know, get, you know, on on his fucking roof. So all of these, um, all of these things we deal with. All of these things we have to manage on a daily basis. And I think that the importance is to continue the 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 real detail here is is to get our, you know, wrap our heads around understanding the mental health, learning from all these situations, reflecting on these situations, having the right people around you to talk you through situations, sharing experiences, sharing success and failure so we, we so that we can help reflect on it. It's like I sent my friend, I sent uh, Kieran a message because we're going to have our first drink on the second next Friday. We haven't, um, we haven't had a drink together. <laughs> I've had a fucking drink, but we haven't had a drink together. So for, for since Christmas, so he's coming over, <clears throat> and uh, I t- I text him saying I really need to open up to you, buddy. I Really need to just tell you a few things and, and, and offload. He's like, dude, yeah, man, brilliant. Yeah, we'll have a good we'll have a good chin wag, mate. We'll put the worlds to rights and we'll have a couple of gins. That is the importance of having somebody around you that you've said, you know, I've, I've laid the foundation that, you know, I, I want a few things I want to talk, I want to help with, I want support with, you know, I want to understand things I'm going through from your perspective. And could you offer me a bit of advice? And that's the importance of nurturing that. And he's actually come back with, you know, and I know he wants to probably talk about a few things. So we're going to have a fantastic talking drinking session, which is what it's about. It's about, you know, having good times, creating memories, but having somebody you can reach out to. How many somebody you can talk to, and I've got that in abundance now. I've got the right people around me that would listen to me at the drop of a drop of a hat, you know. So, and that's because that's taken time, and that's the. We, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finalize on the ripple effect of why we do this, and the ripple effect is, the more we do this, the more we praise success, the more that we look for the right people around us, the more that we have positivity in our life. The better our experiences are, the better our life is, the more positivity we promote helps everybody. And it's that ripple effect. The more you do it, the more, they, oh, did you know that? Fuck, oh, yeah, I went to chat to. Oh, God, he's a fucking great guy. And he he's happy as fucking Larry, him. Who's fucking Larry, by the way? Because I want to know who Larry is. That bastard's always happy. But that's the importance of nurturing that and the ripple effect of why we do this, why you do everything, why you learn. You learn because you want the next ripple to be positive. You want to keep moving forward you know you don't want to be sat there in the middle of a whirlpool you know just getting fucking sucked into life you want to be able to ripple effect and you also you want them every time you do something if you do something positively that will naturally have a ripple effect people will associate you with positivity people when they see you will be positive and smile and I, I talk back to um, you know my two best friends in life um, and their daughters and how they their persona is really positive around me real smiley and it helps them it helps understand them and, and it shows a glimmer of hope that that positivity and that that confidence is there we just need to get through to it and that's the importance i think this is a really important podcast actually because it's the importance of growing and learning adapting setting these goals moving towards those goals positive, positively understanding when we fail let's reflect it's not a failure nobody's fucking you know unless it's a catastrophic failure and we've done something illegal it's not a failure you can learn from it you know no no real person no 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 true hard working person has got to success without failure nobody has i have failed many many times like i said to you i've i've worked tirelessly for the last probably 10 years to get to where i am now and i've worked it's been systematic and oh and then what i was talking about was uh, <laughs> that's what i was talking about when i just it just spotted up a memory um, and a quick see reflection on how you can pull bits of data out from your brain and i was talking about chatting to my um, to my counterpart in, in my contractor's counterpart and i was saying to him you know he said oh why are you why are you going james i said well because i want to move forward and he said oh yeah sometimes you have to be selfish and i said no You always have to be selfish to a point. You always have to look after number one, providing it's not detrimental to other people. But if you want an ambition and people want, and the thing is, I've made my ambition, you know, clearly known. Everybody knows what my ambition was. And nobody could do anything about it. So I took the selfish approach. Well, I can do something about this. And I can go to a place where I can get what I want so i think you always have to be if you've got a success plan the more you sit there and worry about what other people think of you and the more that you worry about what other people are going to say or do the 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 harder your life to move forward is going to be if you listen to everyone else if i'd have listened to everybody i would still be in my original workplace now in a shit fucking place in my life I guarantee if I'd have listened to everyone around me and not... Because uh, people were begging me at the time to stay. And I was like, no, I'm doing this for me. And ever since then, my life has... Tra- the tra- trajectory... Trajectory... <laughs> trajectory has gone forward. Because I'm saying, well, this is what I want. Can you accommodate? No, okay, I'll go somewhere else to find it then. And, and as long as I'm happy and I'm doing things that I enjoy along the road and i'm surrounded by positive people there's no there's no failure there because everything's going to be around me people are going to be positive because of my success and they're going to feed off that success and i'm going to give them that success to make them successful because that's what i'm constantly trying to do let's go let's do this together let's fucking embrace life together you can battle on your own all day long but it's shit do it with the right people do it with the right people anyway i've bored you enough there come on james you've fucking gone all in balls deep (laughs) um thank you for listening i hope it's been i've ranted on a little bit today so um my apologies for ranting on um but thank you for listening to me i really do hope this is helping it's like i said it's helped me it's been invaluable it's changed my life it's changed my perspective it's changed the people around me it's changed what i want to get out of life i don't want to sit here stagnant i want to enjoy the things you know if i see something how do i get that you know that's the that's the importance of developing and enjoying our time whilst we can you know, it's, it's really important to have those positive experiences. You see, you hear and see so much negativity if you get wrapped up in it. I stopped watching the news eight months ago and I catch the odd glimpse on TikTok when I'm fucking doom scrolling. Um, but I've, I haven't watched the news in, in eight months, just over eight months, because I just refuse. It's, it's surrounded by negative bullshit. Why the fuck do I need that negativity in my life? I'll get a letter if someone really wants to fucking get hold of me. <laughs> you know, it's going to go old school. I don't care what the fuck's happening around the world. You know, it and I genuinely don't, because it, I think social media and mobile phones and iPads and laptops, internet, has given us so much to fucking stress about that I'm like, look, the reality is, mate, if we're going to get fucking bombed, in World War One and Two, there's nothing you can fucking do, mate. <laughs> you know, you, you can't do anything. It's going to fucking happen. You know, so... What what difference do you make watching the shit going to happen? What's the point in watching something that's going to give you anxiety and stress to worry about, but you can't make a difference? The only difference you're going to make is get yourself fucking join up to the military and try and make a difference from the front. I did my fucking time. And I'm not, and I'm not trying to push it, by the way. Cause I, if it, if I was in your fucking shoes, <laughs> if I was a, a lot younger and that was being threatened to me, I'd be like, fucking the current state of the UK, mate. You really think I want to fucking fend that? <laughs> so you're you're fucking ripping me off left, right, and centre, son. <laughs> I'm fucking getting taxed to the hilt. Jog on, mushti. Um So I think no, I wouldn't. I fucking chin it off. But what I'm saying is, that's how you want to make a difference. That's the only way. So don't. Pull in all this negativity from from around you, you know, share it, share your negativity with the or, or your, you know, your 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 ups and downs with the right people. And they'll listen to you and they'll offer you advice and listen to their advice, move forward or don't listen to their advice, whatever. You know, that's the balance of having good friends around you. So take heed of that learning, learning, learning. That's what this is all about. Learning. It's all about learning. So, um, yeah, I hope you're OK. I really do. I hope this has helped, me. it really does. Like I said, it's helped me in no end, um, and I hope it helps you to look at goals, get what you want, achieve what you want. You know, so yeah, have an amazing rest. have an amazing week ahead, and, and I look forward to talking to you soon. I'm I'm I'm, I'm deflated in the sense that I'm exhausted, not deflated. I'm exhausted from talking so much. That's the most I've spoken in a long time. Um, but yeah, have an amazing um, have an amazing rest of the evening if you're listening tonight, um, and have an amazing rest of the week. Um, if you're not, just just have positive time, spread that positivity um, and like I said to you, get in, get on and get out, don't fuck about, okay <laughs> just remember that little saying, because we want more for 24, couple of little good sayings there, I, that's I live by those by <laughs> since the start of Jan anyway so take care, I love you all and I'll speak to you soon